Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell last Sunday. Good morning. I'm Doug McAllister, lead pastor at Journey Fellowship Church, and this is Journey's weekly podcast. It's called Stories I Didn't Tell last Sunday. But today, I'm going to tell a story that I actually told last Sunday. However, I'm going to tell a little bit more, so it's more like stories I didn't get to finish last Sunday. And today's story is about Cademan, Cademan the hymn writer, who was a 7th century uh, cowboy who lived in uh, medieval England. And I want to tell you the story about the very first hymn ever written in the English language in the modern age that we have records of. It's called Cademan's Hymn. You know, uh, songwriters carry so much influence in a culture. Uh, They say it's not who leads the government that leads the world, but it's he that writes the music that leads the world. And man, how true is that songwriters really define a generation. They uh, shape culture. They influence decisions. They kind of help make sense of, of life. And that is true of Cademan. Cademan's hymn kind of set the tone for songwriters for the next 1,300 years. And we have an original copy of Cademan's hymn Today it's housed in the British Library in England, and uh, I'll show you a picture of the uh, of the original copy that we have of Cademan's hymn, courtesy of the British Library. Uh, it'll, it'll also be on the thumbnail so you can see it. It dates back 1,300 years, and to think a song 1,300 years old can still be influencing culture is just astounding. I mean, we have forgotten the name of the kings of England who reigned in the 7th century. Uh, I was doing some research this morning uh, trying to find out who the kings of England were in the 7th century, who were the contemporaries of Cademan, uh, the songwriter, and they were obscure names that, even though I studied Western Civ in college, I had... I don't even remember hearing these names before, the kings of England. There was uh, multiple kings who ruled in the 7th century, so I'm not even going to mention them uh, because the, the greatest influencer in the 7th century in the English language was a cowboy named Cademan. Now, they didn't call them cowboys in the 7th century. They were called cowherders. And Cademan's story was this. He was employed by the monastery... Uh, in the small town where he lived to care for the livestock. So he basically raised the cows that helped support the monastery. And he lived in the barn with the cows. Uh, He was illiterate, as far as we know. He was not a musician, as far as we know. Uh, He was a songwriter. And the reason we know about Cademan is because his story is recorded in the very first English history book. Uh, Bede, uh, the venerable, who was one of the original English historians, wrote an account of, uh, of the history of England. It's called the Ecclesiastical History of the English People. Uh, he told the story of the rise uh, and the growth to power to that date of the English Empire, uh, and it became, you know, the first history book of the uh, of the of the Kingdom of uh, of England or the United Kingdom, eventually what it would become. Uh, but that 
that book, that history book written by Bede, who was himself a devout believer and follower of Jesus and a very well-educated man, a man of letters, in his history book, he recorded the story of this humble cowherder named Cademan, the poet, the songwriter. You can go read it for yourself, but I'm just going to give you the highlights today. Uh, so Cademan, the cowherder who lived in a barn, was attending an event at the monastery where he worked. And as custom was in the day, uh, the musicians would play uh, the music and they would choose people from, uh, from the crowd to sing. And Cademan was so shy that when it came his turn to sing, he left, he left the building. And he did that often because he didn't want to sing publicly or didn't want to be seen singing publicly. Uh, but as only God could arrange it, um, Cademan had a dream one night. And in his dream, the story is recounted by Bede in the history book, Cademan sang a song. And when he awoke from his dream, the song was still so uh, vivid in his mind that he began to sing it uh, while he was awake. Well, one of the monks at the monastery heard him singing and grew interested in the song. Cademan, where did you get that song? I, it came to me in a dream, he said. Well, uh, word spread rapidly around the monastery and the town that Cademan had written a song. And now we know that he was a prolific poetry writer. Uh, he wrote the lyrics of songs in, in, in poetry. Uh, almost all of those poems are lost now to history, uh, except for the one that is recorded by Bede in the ecclesiastical history of the English people. And that's the one we know today as Cademan's Hymn. Uh, I believe that all of those songs that Cademan wrote shaped the culture of Christianity in the infancy of the English empire. And only God in his wisdom could have known that over the next millennium and a half, the next 1,300 years, that the English language would become the dominant language of the world and still remain so today. Even though there are probably more Mandarin speakers in the world than there are English speakers, English is still the language of commerce, it's the language of government, it's, it's the language of economy, it's, it's the language of education. Just by the sheer number of people who know it, not just as a first, but as a second and third language. God in his infancy has used Cademan to shape a culture of a language, and he used it through an 11-line poem that became a song known as Cademan's Hymn. God uses songwriters poets. God uses writers. God uses people who would be the last one that you would expect to influence a culture. A simple, illiterate cowherder whose life's work has been lost to antiquity. One song rescued by a historian now has shaped a culture. The first worship song written in English for the modern culture, came out of the barn of a monastery to a young man that would have been gone had his story not been told by the historian. Isn't it beautiful how worship influences culture? In fact, the word culture derives its meaning from worship. Culture is 
in a setting of community of people is defined as what we worship. Culture is the focus of our worship in a community. And in uh, the Christian community, our worship goes to the Almighty. And this hymn poem that Cademan wrote recounts the glory of creation. In fact, it starts out with the word now. Now let us worship the guardian of the kingdoms of heaven. That's the first line. It is a powerful, powerful reminder of the, of the strength that's in Genesis chapter 1, that everything that we have and that we are and that we will ever become has its origination in that first chapter of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I wanted to remind myself and you today, never underestimate what God could do through a humble servant, even a cowherder living in a barn in a monastery in medieval England. If you surrender your life to God, even in the midst of your brokenness, the condition you're in right now, you may underestimate what God can do to a, in and through a fully submitted heart. Is your heart fully submitted to Jesus? Wherever you find yourself today, uh, maybe you're like Cademan, you're working a dead-end job and a thankless task, and you'll, you think maybe you'll never make a difference. God has bigger plans for you than you can possibly imagine today. You know, dream the dream, but let your life count for one thing, and that is to worship the great name of Jesus. Let your life count to bring glory to his name and to build his kingdom and to encourage others. And we will never know, and only eternity may tell the story of what God did in our lives as we fully surrendered our hearts to him. I encourage you to go look up some more information about Cademan. Uh, go look at some of the writings from Bede's Ecclesiastical History of the English People. And uh, take the opportunity today in this modern age. You know, we have been blessed. You know, now English is the language of the digital world. Uh, you know, most of the apps that we use are, are, are originating by developers who speak English as a first or second language. You know, the, the YouVersion Bible app, you know, was created in an English-speaking culture, and now it's the most downloaded Bible. In fact, over 500 million downloads the songs that are being written around the globe, you know, the church planting movements, the, the missionaries being sent, you know, all of the, the work of the kingdom that progresses today can all be traced back to one thing, a submitted heart worshiping the one true God, Jesus Christ. Well, that's the story I didn't get to finish last Sunday, Cademan's hymn. It is, a, it is an inspiring story of what God can do in a humble heart. And I hope you enjoyed it today, and I've loved hanging out these last few minutes with you. Uh, we present a story I didn't tell last Sunday every week. I hope you enjoyed today's edition. If you haven't already done so, download the Journey app. Uh, it's uh, compliments of Journey. 
uh, go to your app store, type in Journey Fellowship Church, download the app. It's uh, filled with resources, uh, ways to help build your faith. Uh, you can also listen to uh, past stories I didn't tell last Sunday. And we're working on a brand new series called I Believe that we'll be posting on the app and on other uh, places in social media. Uh, it'll help you to figure out what the Bible says about doctrine and help you to determine what it is you believe about Christ. So we're excited about all the things that are coming up. Uh, you can visit us online if you uh, don't live on the North Shore. Check us out, uh, journeyfellowshipchurch.com or jf.church is a brand new website that takes you right to us. You can also uh, come visit in person. Uh, driving directions are on the app. Uh, the online campus is open every Sunday, 10 a.m. with the repeat broadcast at 6 p.m. We'd love to get to know you and meet you, worship with, with you online or in person. And today we want to say thanks for joining us uh, for stories I didn't tell last Sunday for Journey Fellowship Church. I'm Doug McAllister, and we hope that you have a blessed day.